Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris Ruffalo. It is Wednesday, August 17th, 2022. Here's your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. No excuses, just free picks. We just keep showing up. A little bit late today. I had a bunch of meetings. Wednesday's always my tough morning. Chris, what's your tough morning? Wednesday's always my tough one, man. I just have like, I have meetings scheduled like, you know, all the way up until the show and then sometimes beyond. I think Monday. I think Monday morning for me. Just that old adage of a case in the Mondays, you know, that starts early for me. I have a hard time getting up on Mondays, but still do. Anyways, had a, uh, had one of my better days of the season yesterday. Crushed it. We were on the opposite side of that uh, walk-off in San Francisco. Yeah. One strike away, but it's okay. It's the Arizona bullpen for you. Yep, if it's not Melanson. It's, uh, Ian Kennedy. <laughs> yep. That was, uh, he gave up a triple, then a home run. Yeah. Almost uh, had, he, had, had we had a couple more batters, he could have pitched for the cycle. Two outs. <laughs> Yeah, then excited. It was like back to back exciting finishes. Finishes uh, Milwaukee yeah. and the Dodgers, and then that one back to back. So my guess is some people hit, and some people didn't hit um, on those. Some people won, some people lost. How poetic! I like when they say. Uh, I like when he's reading the comments. Like nobody. Am I the only one that's on? It's like yes, you are the only person. Could have possibly picked that. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense, you know. Oh, we got um, full card, right? Today, Major League Baseball. Day games. Yeah. We got day games. We got night games. We got all kinds of games, right? So, um, good stuff. Um. What are you looking most forward to today, Chris? Honestly, that's... Uh, we want the dishonesty, not the honest. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm interested in seeing if the uh, if the Rays can pull out another one against the Yankees. I think that's, uh, that's, that's the series I've been most interested in so far. And I think uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how the Yankees bounce back. I think they have the second worst record in the American League. Uh, since the beginning of August, or it might have been since the All-Star break. I can't remember which stat I read, but it hasn't been. Oh, no, it's been since the Joey Gallo trade. The Yankees have been like 2-10, and 10 and the Dodgers were 11-1 and 1 or 11-2 and 2 or something like that. So, yeah, I'm kind of enjoying watching the demise of the New York Yankees. Well, right it's now. it's just regression to the mean, I think, yeah. for the Yankees. You know, I mean, this is to be expected. Um you know, and the Rays are a team that generally turn it on after the All-Star break. So I don't think anything real surprising going on there. I think, you know, one thing that we talked about yesterday, I got criticized in the comments, of course, for my treatment of uh, Manoa. But we saw it once again, you know, fourth, fifth inning, just the conditioning. You know, he just started getting smacked around. What do you think of that, Chris? You know, no, you're, it, we, know we know you're always in tip-top condition for these. <laughs> Peak physical condition. Um, you know, I... It's. I think you're starting to also not necessarily. 
in addition to seeing the conditioning issues, you're just seeing Manoa, you know, he hasn't had to deal with this this workload before because gotta still remember it, it is his first full season with the Blue Jays rotation and um yeah, I think it's just those long the the, the chunk innings are getting to him, the, the bulk innings are getting to him and I think uh He's going to have to sort of fix it if the Blue Jays are going to make any sort of stretch run, be sort of competitive in September. So, you know, let's we'll see. I think, I think Manoa can get I agree it, with you. He's fixed. too fat. I agree with everyone. Oh, my saying. God. <laughs> too fat. He is. He's too, what, you, what, kind of, what kind of waist do you think he's sporting, Manoa? He's young. He's super young. 44. 44? I'm going to guess he's in the 50s plus. I'm gonna guess he's twice. I'm gonna guess he's sixty. <laughs> Way too fat. My guess is we see like a slimmed down version of him next year, and he won't be like nearly as effective. Kind of look what we saw from Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Well, you know who you know who you know who Oprah's it is is Kyle Lowry. Oh uh, yeah, he he gets he gets bigger and smaller. Anyways, you're right. I agree with you. You know, just too fat. Too but, chunky. <laughs> well, I didn't say chunky. I, I, <laughs> you went full on fat. Yeah. <laughs> Problem is too fat. <laughs> it's like that Seinfeld. <laughs> Elaine's like got the old boyfriend. It's like, why'd you break up with him? It was like, well, it was kind of like boring. No, I, uh, fat. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, let's get to some games before we start losing some friends here. Yeah, got the Reds and the Phillies, got the Nationals and the Cubs and the Twins and the Royals. Yeah, Major League Baseball afternoon action. Chris, what do you think? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go with the uh, the Philadelphia Phillies again. I think that yeah, the Phillies really took it to the Reds on uh, on Tuesday. And Ranger Suarez, you know, while I'm not the biggest Ranger Suarez fan, he has pitched far better on the road this season. He's six and one or seven and one with an ERA under three on the road this season. Nick Lodolo, you know, he's a better pitcher than I think his numbers would indicate. I've watched a couple of his recent starts, but the problem is he still pitches at Great American Ballpark, and when you give up hits, I think it's it's multiplied more in Cincinnati than it is in almost any other ballpark in the majors. So. I think uh, I think the Phillies get to the Lodolo here. I think Suarez has another capable outing. I like the Phillies in that one. I'm going to lean towards the Cubs. You know, I, I don't love them at minus 164, but you know, maybe if you can get a better price on it, I think Drew Smiley just a better starter here. We've seen a small sample size from Corey Abbott, and he, he has pitched better at home, but the Cubs just playing the better baseball right now for me, and I'm going to take the, uh, the Cubs if I can find a better line than minus 164. I agree with you. I think Manoa is too fat. And I think that um, I'm going to take the Reds in this one, too. Um, I don't know. I think the Phillies, there's, they, you can't count on them to be consistent. They've got just too many wins um, in a row here for, for my comfort zone. And with Ranger Suarez, Mr. Regression, um, expect to see him regress here in a hurry. I'm going to go with the Reds in that thing. I think that... Um, you know, the other games look boring as hell to me, too. As far as options, this is kind of the nice thing about betting, right, is that at least you're interested in the Nationals-Cubs game. Um, 
I just think I think that that's going to be kind of like the filler game. You know, it's kind of like yeah, if you ever go to like a championship boxing match and it's like, you know, sometimes on the undercard there's just a guy that, you know, they know is going to probably go 12 rounds. You know, they kind of stick that fight in there because a lot of the other fights shape up to be fast ones just so they have that time filler. And I think this is the time filler game is the Cubs and the Nationals. I think there's got to be, I mean, if Drew Smiley is the better pitcher out there, then then it's going to be a long day at the office. You know, it's going to be a very long day. And I do think Alec Manoa could probably stand to lose, you know, 50 to 60 pounds. <laughs> We should send an email. It's like, we recommend the Jello diet. We'll just make up a diet for him. How about the Jello diet? All gelatin. Isn't that what, isn't that what he is right now? Can I have? What about pork gravy? Well, as long as it's in gelatin form, you can have it as much. <laughs> he just gets things that just hold in gelatin for him. Like he gets the cra- the jar, the can of cranberry sauce, and it's still wiggling on the plate. And... Well, you know, like you know, have you ever seen like potted meat products? How sometimes oh, they'll have God. like jelly around them. So like you can't eat the actual potted meat; just the jelly uh, surrounding the potted meat product, whatever the case may be. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna call Alec Manoa now the can of potted meat? <laughs> no, I think he's I think he's I think he's on the pure gelatin diet. <laughs> as long as it's in gelatin form. What else is like in gelatin form? Isn't there um oh what do they call that stuff in Cincinnati? Getta. Have you ever heard of Getta? No. Oh, you gotta Google this one. It's basically oatmeal with pork. Like oatmeal with pork, like in gelatinous nice. form. <laughs> yeah. Anyone out there from Cincinnati in the uh in the comments that can describe what Geta is? It's basically oatmeal with pork. Cincinnati sausage green patties. Yeah. Oh lord. <laughs> like, wait a minute, this sounds really good. <laughs> I mean, it's an easy recipe. I could try. <laughs> Send it over to Manoa. <laughs> like, look, we're putting on a pure gelatin diet. <laughs> the thing is, it's like when you, you know, there's no way that a guy that big can go, you know, deep into the season and deep into games. It's like we, he he started off he was gangbusters in that game, you know, and then yeah. four runs were on the board before you knew it. Fifth inning, right? That's usually yeah, when they. Was... That's usually where the pitchers die. Fifth inning. Yeah, but not with our pure gelatin diet. He won't be. <laughs> <laughs> not, not with our getta. It's like you know, like when you take the Thanksgiving gravy and you put it in the fridge till the next day. So he can he can have technically have the gravy. He just can't reheat That's it. That's a wait a day. <laughs> he just can't reheat it in the microwave. It's a pure gelatin form. It's in it's, it's in its gelatin format. Like, I tell you, I got, I got a secret for you, Alec. Add a little cornstarch to it. It'll, it'll all turn to gelatin for you, <laughs> no matter what it is. It's like steak? Well, not steak. He cuts the strip off, and he like it's like paper thin. He's like, I can see through it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, what do they list him as? I think it was 6'6", 285. Oh, no way. No way. <laughs> That's what I saw. No chance. No chance. 
Alec Manoa, 6'6", 285. No chance. No chance. People ask Google questions. How tall is Alex Manoa? How old is Manoa? How much does Alec <laughs> Manoa get paid? What nationality is Manoa? No, they want to know how fat he is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Manoa diet? <laughs> so, now we want to know exactly just how fat he is. All right. Go next. Are you eating those? Gonna finish those French fries? Sorry, <laughs> they're not in gelatin form. Got the uh, Blue Jays and the Orioles, the rematch. Got the Angels, Jorge Kirby up against the uh, Tuki Toussaint, and then. Miami versus San Diego, Pablo Lopez up against Mike Clevenger. What's going to finish first, the Nationals-Cubs game or the um, the Nationals-Cubs game? Someone's calling me. Who would be calling me? Maybe the person that, that goes to it's, oh, it, it's Oh, it's probably like the, a crank call or something. Should I answer it on the line? Can you hear it? No, I can't. I'm sure it is. <laughs> what is so what's three <laughs> one area code? Nine three one area code. Middle Tennessee. It's odd. Yeah, they're probably calling to find out about your air ducts. You think so? Oh, yeah, I get those all the time. No, nah, I think this is, uh, this is like, I don't know what it is. I don't even 931. <laughs> Brian Heishi, <laughs> my college roommate, oh. says the Tony Armas diet. <laughs> used to say, we used to sit in Centerfield in Boston, yell at Tony Armas, calling him a fat piece of shit. Tony, he'd turn around, he'd wave, be like, "You fat piece of crap!" <laughs> All right. Well, so, which game? Which game did you say was going to end first, the Cubs Nationals or or the or the uh, Padres Marlins? No, I think Padres Marlins first. Sure. <laughs> they got a three-hour head start on. <laughs> so. It's the Blue Jays, the Orioles, the Angels, Mariners, and the uh, Marlins against the Padres. I had I had the the Orioles yesterday as a premium pick, plus one ninety with Dean Kramer. So, what do you, what do you got here, Chris? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh, the Seattle Mariners here. I mean, it's for me, just playing flat out. I'm gonna. Go, I like George Kirby. I like the way he's pitched. And I like the way he's pitched against the Los Angeles Angels this season. He's had two solid starts against the Angels. And uh, Tuki Toussaint does nothing for me. You know, it's, it, the Angels just keep finding ways to lose. When they do, they keep finding new ways to lose. First, it was, you know, a 6-2 loss on Monday. Then it was 8-2 last night. Maybe go even further, go 10-2 tonight. But either way, I like the uh, the Seattle Mariners to, to get another one over the Angels here. And I'm going to go with the under-7. In that Padres-Marlins game, I think this is just going to be another game where the offenses end up, you know, struggling to score. Mike Clevenger, you know, obviously a lot better than 
you know, I, I gave him credit for earlier on in the season. I think he's allowed one run or less in four of his last five starts. It could be wrong on that one. But uh, Pablo Lopez has pitched well at home. He's sort of fixed the issues that he was having against the New York Mets a few starts ago. And I think this is just going to be a, a first to three wins kind of game. So give me the under seven uh, Marlins Padres. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jorge Kirby and uh, the Mariners here. Uh, I just think he's, I mean, he's one of those guys that, you know, couple of years from now we'll still be talking about Gradius. And then um I don't know. The Blue Jays to me are just a sad sack of crap. Um two and eight in their last ten. Meanwhile the Orioles continuing to get, you know, plus one fifty odds on them. Very tough to turn that down. And then I don't know. I think the twins uh Mally, I don't love it, but eh, I like it enough. I like it better than the alternative. Oh that was the last slot. <laughs> I think this Marlins Padres game is going to be over by six o'clock Eastern time. It starts at four ten. I think it's going to be over by six. I like the under and time limit in that game. What are you selling today, Chris? Anything uh, for me today? I've got my fifteen dollar pickoff play. Like I said, we were one strike away from making it back to back with the Diamondbacks yesterday, but uh, was well, not meant to be. But we come back today. Hit it hard. I've got uh, my $15 play there. I've also got my walk-off Wednesday three-pack for 40 bucks. That $15 play included in the three-pack. So I uh, definitely take advantage of it and uh, use that promo code AUG15 for 15% off of Pick Dogs Premium. I, um, I have three in a row now on my $15 big play. Um, I had the Braves yesterday against the Mets. I've, I've been on the Mets or the Braves a ton all season long. I've been hitting on both those teams left and right, but... I don't know. It just seemed when the Mets beat up on the Braves so badly in New York, it just seemed like, you know, the Braves were going to turn the table on. Do you see that home run that Olsen hit last night? No. Uh, Google that. Google Olsen's oh, home I heard, run. I heard, it was, I heard it was crushed. It was like and the no doubter, no doubters. Like the people in the upper deck were like going back, trying to like catch the ball. It goes sailing over their head onto the roof of the stadium. It was like, I, it's got to be the longest home run of the season. It has to be. It was absolutely belted. But I got my $15 big play. If you have my long-term package, you get like 10 picks today. I love today's card. So be sure to grab it. Grab that package. Got the um, Pittsburgh Pirates against the Boston Red Sox. There was a YouTube comment that because Romanelli picked the Pirates, he works for the books. Um, New York Yankees versus Tampa Bay Rays and Cleveland Guardians versus um, Detroit Tigers. Yeah, that was my favorite. It was like, I, I actually, I, I, I saved it. Let me see if I can get it on the uh, screen here. This was the best. I know Romanelli will appreciate that I show it. Did it not go on there? There it is. It says, yesterday he picked the Yankees, Pirates, and Blue Jays. These cappers work for the bookies. You know, let, forget that he had the Brewers in the uh, as his big play, right? And I think he went, you know, <laughs> I think he's hit, he's hit like almost there. Like, yesterday he picked the Yankees, Pirates, and Blue Jays. These guys work for the Bucks. I actually had the other side in all those games. But anyways... His last name's Coke. I'm over Pepsi guy myself, but that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> are we on the next slot? Yeah. Yeah, we're on the slot. I read uh, them off. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Pittsburgh Pirates here. <laughs> I'm gonna follow Romanelli's lead here, but I also like the over in that game. Rich Hill is nothing been nothing more than a five inning guy, and his two starts since returning from the injured list to start the month of August. He's allowed four runs in each. He's he hasn't made it past the fifth inning. So I think the Pirates could get to Hill here. I also expect the, uh, the Red Sox to get a couple off of Renzi Contreras, who spent some time in the minors, sort of as a, uh, a you know a, a limit restriction on his major league innings. But uh, yeah, I expect this one to finish this one to finish over nine runs, and I expect the Pirates to get the win here, get some revenge. So give me the Pirates in that one, and give me the Tampa Bay Rays again. I, I know Corey Kluber got rocked in his last start, but the Tampa Bay Rays just a thorn in the Yankees' side. The Yankees in a full-on tailspin, and even though Domingo Herman's been pitching increasingly better since that season debut against Houston, I, I, I just don't want any part of the Yankees right now. So give me the Tampa Bay Rays and the plus money. How about the comments that I've been reading, you know, about people saying that the Yankees are losing because Stanton's out of the lineup? I mean, any, any you know, <laughs> sense to be made out of one player missing from a 30-man roster in, in a team in a sport like baseball where it's not like he's the quarterback or something? Well, it's not like that. He's not, the, he's not even the best hitter on the team. I mean, it, 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 one player doesn't make a team to begin with, but even then, if you're going to try to make that argument, Stanton's not even the best hitter on that team. There are a few guys I would put ahead of him. And he hasn't been he hasn't been there for for he's been in and out of the lineup all season. So. What's Stanton batting this season? Do you know? I know what he's batting. It's two twenty eight. He's batting two twenty eight. I was going to say about mid two thirties. He's, he's got twenty four home runs and sixty six RBIs, but he's batting two twenty eight. That means he strikes out a ton. Yeah, I mean, I still have I obviously still want to have Aaron Judge over him, Anthony Rizzo. I'd like DJ LeMahieu. At a sixty, at a two hundred eighty-nine at bats, he's got sixty-six hits. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you know I'm never one of these winners a team loses a team guys. I say thing goes wrong, you know, you point some fingers, you assign some blame, but I think you blame Aaron Boone here. Oh yeah, you know, can't fire the team. Let's fire the manager. First, first manager to ever get fired, seventy-two and forty-five. Oh, it, it happens. It's and yeah, where it happens is New York. Yeah. Gene Carlos Stanton's out. I couldn't believe it. I read that comment. I was like, what? what are you talking about? It's called regression to the mean. But the Yankees were going to win one hundred and forty games this season, or something. Not going to happen. I like Ronzi Contreras. I'm a big Contreras guy. Everyone knows that. Pirates first five for me. That one. And um, I'll take the Guardians here against the Tigers. Guardians, they get to the lead and then they lose to the Tigers. It's like that American League Central is coming right down to it. Anyways, Theodore Visger was playing... Merrill Kelly in fantasy last night. What is it? It's that, it's that, that sounds like almost weird. You know, it's like, did you have to dress up like him? Is that how that works? You know, it's like, it sounds crazy. This is like horrible, man. You, it's like this fantasy party, and then there's a huge blast from Crawford. I don't even want to get into it, to be honest with you. It's, it's like, 
can't make this yeah. stuff up. It's like the, everybody dresses up as the D-backs, and it's like everybody's <laughs> having fun, and then the music stops, the record screeches when Crawford hits that home run. Uh, at least that's what it was for me last night. I had, I had the, I had the uh, Giants, and I had hit every game. So I had hit every premium pick. I'd also hit every pick in my 7-for-7. I was 6-for-6 in my 7-for-7 video. I had hit every premium pick, and I got two outs, two strikes, and Crawford hits that home run. So it was meant to be. It was one of those days. Anyways, it happens. I have been at a lot of them this baseball season. (laughs) But actually, my last two days on my seven free picks in five minutes, I think I've hit... Um, 13 or 14 of them. So two days in a row, I know. Um, anyways, we got the uh, Braves and the Mets, the Cardinals and the Rockies, and we got another uh, marathoner here, the uh, Rangers and the A's. What do you think of these? <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals on the run line. I. I just I don't want any part of Herman Marquez, and usually this is when the Cardinals start stringing the wins together. They've been playing extremely well over the last couple of weeks, and while you're starting to see that Jordan Montgomery thing carry over from the Yankees, where he's either extremely overpriced or you can maybe find some some value on him. Uh, minus two hundred five, normally not a price I like with Montgomery. I think this is just about the Cardinals playing better baseball and uh, really turning it on in in the last month and really focusing on locking up that NL Central title. So I'll take the Cardinals on the run line in that one. I'm going to take the under nine in uh, Oakland and Texas. I know Adam Aller's been terrible, and Cole Raggins did have a, a bad start last time out. Raggins pitched better at home in his lone start for the uh, for the Rangers. And I think this is just going to be one of those games where the offense fails to produce so much that the, the pitching might actually look better than it actually is. I think it's, this is a four to three kind of game. So give me the under nine in that one. I like the over in the Braves Mets. I think that um, we're going to see some runs. I think that these are two guys that you get to them early too. Odorizzi and Scherzer. Um, I think it's still payback time for the Braves against the Mets, and we're seeing them just hammer them. You know, just absolutely hammer them. So tough to get off of the Braves and tough to get off of the over with those two teams. So I like the Braves and over. I also like the uh, Oakland A's. Adam Aller and I like the over in that thing too and um, way over Brewers against the Dodgers that was an exciting game got the White Sox and the Astros that was an exciting game and the Giants and the Diamondbacks that was an exciting game you got three exciting rematches what do you think yeah I think it was was definitely a great way to close out the card last night um but I'm, I'm going to go with the Houston Astros here. I know, you know the Chicago White Sox in the mix for the AL Central, but Michael Kopech, you know, the, the the White Sox haven't really been winning. It starts at home three and seven in his last ten home starts, and Framber Valdez does hit, uh, or do, sorry, does pitch far better on the road this season. So I'll go with the Houston Astros there, and I'll lean towards the Dodgers. Um, don't love it, especially after Milwaukee has all the momentum after last night. I just think Tony Gonsolin starting to find his form a little bit again, and, and the Dodgers just find ways to win games with him on the road. Winners of seven straight road starts from Gonsolin, and uh, I think they can get another one here to salvage something from this series. So give me the Dodgers there. All right, I'm going to use some technical betting terms here, so if you guys have any questions or stuff, you can 
feel free to ask in the comments. But I definitely believe that the Astros are the White Sox bitch, and that's the way they've kind of come across in this series. And I think you know the technical term is they own them, right, or they're their daddy. But I like I like the old fashioned way. I just say that that's they're their bitch, right? And it's kind of like you know um, you know the, the the White Sox they just I mean they've they've toyed with. Them. You know, it's kind of like Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown. You know, it's like they it's like they have him dead in the eighth inning. And then, you know, the White Sox have beaten them. And right now the White Sox are rolling. This is a team that's underachieved all season long. So now it's like they found themselves. They're winning at home. They're winning at home as dogs. They've got the streaks going. Go to our betting tools. You know, they got a streak going. It's like they got it all going here. Um yeah, I, there's no way I could take the Astros here because they're the White Sox bitch. It's pretty much the reason why. It's like, what's your reasoning behind that? It's like, yeah, oh, they're they're a bitch. <laughs> pull out the whiteboard. If you look at the equation here, <laughs> yes, the White Sox have won seven in a row at home and covered the run line in each of those seven games. Too bad the White Sox are everyone else's bitch. But um, uh, I don't think so. The White Sox are rolling, rolling. They're getting hot at the right time. Nothing matters, you know. The playoffs is a new season. It's whoever's hot going into the playoffs. Yeah, the White Sox beat the Astros in the World Series many years ago. Not all that many years ago. 2005. Yep. Anyways. I agree with you, Chris. I like the White Sox here. <laughs> For reasons I explained. And I like the um, I like the Giants. I don't like the price here with Radon. Same thing. The Giants, it's like they've had the chance to put them away. And now here they are above 500 after this lousy run that they went on. And I would like to put a, a wager as well, a futures wager, that the Giants make the postseason and the Padres don't. So who do you think, like, of the of the Yankees, the Blue Jays, and the Padres, which of those three, you know, teams that are, you know, possible playoff teams have been the most straight ass over the last two weeks? It's so hard. Um <laughs> I think the Padres have just been straight I was going to say the Padres, just for if you compare with how much hype was thrown around after they made all those moves at the deadline and just how many clunkers they've put in since then, I would say the Padres, but just overall form because they didn't really do all that much. The Yankees and Blue Jays, I could definitely see why you threw them in that uh, threw them in that grouping. Well, the Blue Jays, I think, have been way underachieving. Two and eight in their last ten games, and a lot of those games are at home when they're playing against skeleton teams of other teams that the players can't travel across the across the border. Yeah. And um, you know, maybe it's not as publicized with every series, but every series there are players from other teams that can't travel. And I believe that that the other teams, when the Blue Jays play on the road, should get to pick two Bla two Blue Jays players of their choice that don't get to play in the game or the series. <laughs> two to three, I think that would be fair. Do you think they would go for that? <laughs> Potentially. I don't know. Probably not. Depends on who gets to pick the players. Put it, put it this way. 
Tomorrow we got Barrios against Montas, and I don't think the Yankees would pick Barrios as one of those two guys sitting. <laughs> you like the over in that one? <laughs> Alternate first inning line. Well, the Blue Jays have been garbage, but the Padres are, have been playing against the Marlins and getting outscored on a daily basis. You know? <laughs> so I made a good point in the chat. Only team to let the Marlins score four runs in August. It's true. Yeah. All right. Well, parlay time. All righty. I'm going to go with the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays on the money line. I'll go with the Pittsburgh Pirates on the money line, and the under seven, uh, Marlins and Padres. Maybe I'll join Manoa on that gelatin diet. So maybe I'll have to see what how it works out for me. You got sugar free Jello. You got regular. What's your favorite color Jello? Like if you're just going with straight Jello. Orange. Orange. I like yellow yeah. and green. It's like what um so the thing is like if you're on a gelatin diet, would pudding be an option? No, I wouldn't <laughs> I don't really think so. It doesn't quite have the consistency of the jello that we're looking for. <laughs> Look at he's looking for for loopholes and just says it says jello on the package. <laughs> it's like I how about this tapioca? It's like I don't think so. <laughs> All right, let me find a parlay for everybody. I got so many premium picks, it makes it tough. But I do like the over in this Rangers-A's game. I like the uh, I like the San Francisco Giants on the run line there. And I will take uh, the Atlanta Braves against the Mets. This is Mitch. Thanks for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. And, uh, you know, love to hear your thoughts about, like, who's worse, the Padres, the uh, Blue Jays of the Yankees, and um, what Alec Manoa can do to become a better player because it seems like he has a chance to be some of that wasted talent.